0: On our latest full-length episode, we discussed briefly the concept of affirmative consent. So in this mini-sode, I just want to go into a little bit of an overview of what affirmative consent is, what states have it, and then go into a brief overview of sexual assault laws in each state. So what exactly is affirmative consent? The SUNY system, which is the State University of New York, defines affirmative consent as a knowing, voluntary, and mutual decision among all participants to engage in sexual activity. Consent can be given by words or actions, as long as those words or actions create clear permission regarding willingness to engage in the sexual activity. So affirmative consent essentially switches the standard from not saying no to actually saying yes you are affirming you are consenting to the sexual activity rather than trying to say no now affirmative consent tends to deal with title IX regulations um Regulations that have to do with educational institutions. So that's really where this whole affirmative consent thing comes into play. Because we know now, obviously, that a lot of the Title IX regulations have been changed. So having affirmative consent is really necessary in educational institutions, especially in colleges and universities, because we know college-age students are engaging in sexual activity a lot of them are going to parties a lot of them are starting relationships they want to make sure that these students are safe so there are only two states that actually have true affirmative consent laws on the books and those are california and new york in 2014 california governor jerry brown signed into law the yes means yes bill which requires colleges in California to have clear sexual assault policies that shift the burden of proof from the victim to the accused. And again, so this shifts the no means no to yes means yes. So instead of having to say no in order to tell somebody that you don't want it, it's now shifting it to saying yes, meaning you do want it. And this helps a lot in situations where somebody is afraid to say no, or is intoxicated and can't say no, or incapacitated in other ways and can't say no. So this shifts it from placing that blame on the victim, because so many times, why didn't you say no? To now having to say yes, and if the accused did not get that yes, it's shifting that blame to that person, which the blame should always be on that person, but this, in the eyes of the law, moves it over to, to the accused. And in 2015, New York State passed the enough is enough law, which requires colleges in the state to adopt a uniform definition of affirmative consent defined as knowing voluntary and mutual decision among all participants to engage in sexual activity, as I mentioned before from the SUNY definition. So California and New York have across the board affirmative consent standards. When it comes to Title IX and university standards, not when it comes to statewide laws pertaining to anyone who is not part of a, a college institution. And I'll get into that more um, later in this minisode. There are a few colleges and universities that also have affirmative consent standards across the country. Those include University of Minnesota, University of California, Texas A&M, University of Virginia, Indiana University, Stanford University, Yale University, University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign, and University of New Hampshire. So those universities adopted affirmative consent policies where anybody within that institution must say yes To engaging in sexual activity and you don't have to say yes 100% the word yes can be so many different things but if somebody is enthusiastically saying yes I really I want to do this that's your affirmative consent if somebody is saying I don't know I'm a little uncomfortable not really sure those are not affirmative consent terms. Affirmative consent must be voluntarily given, and it must be something that's enthusiastically given. Something that shows, yes, I really want to do this thing. I want to take part in this. So if somebody is like, "Eh, maybe, Or, sure, you know, they sound reluctant to do it, that's not affirmative consent. Even if they say yes or sure or okay, if they're not saying it in a manner in which they really, really emphatically want to do it, it's not giving that affirmative consent. So, tone is a huge part of this as well. So, we really have to understand the difference between somebody who is reluctant versus somebody who's enthusiastic. And I think. As adults, at least we we understand the difference between that. And so now I'm just gonna do a little brief overview of the consent laws of each state. So this is not necessarily particularly affirmative consent of uh, Title IX of colleges and universities. This is specific to each state, and it requires um, particular types of of consent definitions per each state. So in Alabama, consent has been interpreted to mean acquiescence or compliance with the proposition of another. And lack of consent results from forcible compulsion or being incapable of consent. So forcible compulsion can be anything, you know, using threats, um, expressed or implied threats, uh, physical, violence, confinement, restraint, physical injury, you know, anything like that. So if somebody is coercing somebody to say yes, or to do the thing, it's not consent. So again, it's kind of like you have to give the freely given consent. However, they do not require freely given consent technically, and they don't require affirmative consent. In Alaska, they don't have a consent definition. They have a without consent definition, as does Arizona. So Alaska's without consent definition means a person with or with without re- resisting is coerced by the use of force against a person or property or by the express or implied threat of death, imminent physical injury or kidnapping to be inflicted on anyone or is incapacitated as a result of an act of the defendant. So they're kind of saying that if you were drinking on your own and you became incapacitated, that's not really technically not giving consent. However, if the perpetrator drugged you or plied you with alcohol, things like that, then that constitutes without consent. So Alaska's laws are a little wishy-washy, for lack of a better term. Um, and, you know, it kind of places the blame on the victim. Well, you shouldn't have been drinking, or you shouldn't have been at that party, or, you know, anything like that. They also do not require affirmative consent or freely given consent. And then we have Arizona, with, which also has the without consent definition so that includes the victim is coerced by the immediate use or threatened use of force against a person or property the victim is incapable of consent by reason of mental disorder mental defect drugs alcohol sleep or any other similar impairment of cognition and such condition is known or should have reasonably been known to the defendant the victim is intentionally deceived as to the nature of the act or the victim is intentionally deceived to erroneously believe that the person is the victim's spouse. That's such a strange one. I mean, there's got to be something more to that. They also do not require freely given consent or affirmative consent. So in Arkansas, there is a lack of consent if a person engages in a sexual act with another person by forcible compulsion or or with a person who is incapable of consent because he or she is physically helpless, mentally defective, or mentally incapacitated, or because of the victim's age, so statutory rape. They also do not require freely given consent or affirmative consent. Then we have California. So California does require affirmative consent, as mentioned before, so they are one of the only states that does and they have an actual consent definition on the books. So consent is defined to mean positive cooperation in act or attitude pursuant to the exercise of free will. The person must act freely and voluntarily and have knowledge of the nature of the act or transaction involved. Consent cannot be procured through inducing fear in the victim. We also then have Colorado, which does also have a consent definition And it means cooperation in act or attitude pursuant to an exercise of free will and with knowledge of the nature of the act. So it's similar to California's um, consent definition. They don't require affirmative consent there, but they do require the, the free will, the exercise of free will. So you can kind of put it in that box a little bit. So Colorado, I mean, it's a progressive state, so it doesn't really surprise me that they have a little bit more progressive standards when it comes to consent laws and that they are similar to California. All right. So Connecticut, lack of consent to sexual activity exists where the accused compels the victim to engage in sexual activity by the use or threat of force against the victim. The victim is mentally incapacitated or impaired because of mental disability or disease to the extent that the person is unable to consent to sexual activity or the victim is physically helpless they also do not require freely given consent or affirmative consent delaware again another one that doesn't have a consent definition but has a without consent definition and it means that the defendant compelled the victim to submit by an act of coercion as defined in their statutes, or by force, by gesture, or by threat of death, physical injury, pain or kidnapping to the inflicted, to be inflicted upon the victim or a third party, or by any other means which would compel a reasonable person under the circumstances to submit. The victim need resist only to the extent that it is reasonably necessary to make the victim's refusal to consent known to the defendant, unless such resistance would be futile or foolhardy. The defendant knew the victim was unconscious asleep or otherwise unaware that a sexual act was being performed. The defendant knew the victim suffered from a cognitive disability, etc., etc. So there without consent law. I mean, to say that the person has to refuse to consent and make it known to the defendant in a reasonably necessary way. Again, as we talked about in the trauma minisode, um, our bodies don't always fight back when it comes to things like this. So if somebody is freezing or fawning, they're not fighting back they're not pushing somebody off they're not saying no they're they're just kind of complying and that's that's just what their body is doing that's just what their mind is doing it's not up to them so to have that law on the books is a little disheartening because it's kind of saying if you didn't say no if you didn't push them off if you didn't do something that showed them you didn't want to do it in a reasonable manner then it's not considered sexual assault And as you could guess, they do not require affirmative consent in the state of Delaware. So in D.C., they actually have a consent definition on the books. Consent means words or overt actions indicating a freely given agreement to the sexual act or contact in question. Lack of verbal or physical resistance or submission by the victim resulting from the use of force, threats or coercion by the defendant shall not constitute consent. And DC does require freely given consent or affirmative consent. Consent to the sexual act or contact in question must be freely given agreement. And that is their code. uh, So they're another one that actually has on the books that you need to essentially agree to the act. Florida has a consent definition and it means intelligent knowing and voluntary consent and does not include coerced submission. Consent shall not be deemed or construed to mean the failure by the alleged victim to offer physical resistance to the offender. And they do require freely given consent or affirmative consent. The statute requires that consent be voluntary. Georgia does not require affirmative consent. And they actually don't define consent in reference to sexual activity at all. However, consent has been implicitly interpreted as the permission of a person who is capable of giving such permission. The offense of rape occurs when it is against a female forcibly and against her will. So here we go. Another, you know, like old law that has not been changed A female so in Georgia they're basically saying that sexual assault against a male does not constitute sexual assault does not constitute rape only if it's against a female that's again something that really needs to be adjusted and really needs to be it needs to evolve with the with the times I mean a man can be raped and we know that it, it doesn't happen as often as women being raped, but it happens and it happens more often than we know, because a lot of times men are afraid to come forward and living in a state like Georgia, if something happens, a man necessar- won't necessarily want to bring that forward because what's going to happen? He's just going to be ridiculed nothing's even going to go forward in a court of law according to their consent standards. It's really, really unfortunate. So Hawaii also does not have a consent definition on the books. However, Hawaii law provides that a person commits a sex crime. If the person subjects another person to a sexual act by compulsion, or the person subjects to a sexual act, another person who is mentally defective, mentally incapacitated, or physically helpless they do not require affirmative consent but there is case law um stating that consent signifies voluntary agreement or or concurrence consent may be expressed or implied so they they kind of have it um you know case law can can go a long way when it comes to other cases that are on trial It just means that there has been a precedence that's been set, but it doesn't mean that it's a law. It doesn't mean that it's something that has to be abided by. Um, But, you know, a judge or a jury can take that into consideration when um, a new case has, has come about. So Idaho and Indiana do not require affirmative consent. However, Illinois does. Idaho and Indiana both do not specifically define what consent means. However, Illinois, again, does. So consent means a freely given agreement to the act of sexual penetration or sexual conduct in question. Lack of verbal or physical resistance or submission by the victim resulting from the use of force or threat of force by the accused shall not constitute consent. The manner of dress of the victim at the time of the offense shall not constitute consent. That is so important, and Illinois is the first state to actually address the way that a, that a victim is dressed. And I think that that's absolutely incredible because you could be completely naked and you're still not consenting so it actually requires freely given agreement to the act of sexual penetration or sexual conduct in question so good job illinois iowa kansas and kentucky all do not require freely given consent or affirmative consent iowa and kansas do not have specifically defined consent laws and kentucky defines lack of consent rather than actual consent And Kentucky says that lack of consent results from forcible compulsion, incapacity to consent, or if the offense charged is sexual abuse, any circumstances in addition to forcible compulsion or incapacity to consent in which the victim does not expressly or impliedly acquiesce in the actor's conduct. These last ones, I'm just going to I'm going to quickly go through, as you can tell, because we're kind of running low on time, and I, I want to try to get this around the 30-minute mark so that it's still considered a mini-sode. <laughs> and you can always look these up at um, rain.org, R-A-I-N-N.org. There is a part where you can do a state law generator, and you can not only look up your consent laws, but you can look up uh, sex crime definitions and penalties. You can find uh, laws about uh, testing of uh, HIV and AIDS um, people who have offenders who have HIV/AIDS, um, you know, things like that. So, there's a lot of different things that you can do in the state law report generator on rain.org. All right, Louisiana, Maine, and Maryland, none of them require affirmative consent, and none of them have consent definitions on the books. Massachusetts and Michigan do not have specific affirmative consent laws. They also do not have specific definitions for consent. However, Minnesota does require words or overt actions by a person indicating a freely given present agreement to perform a particular sexual act with the actor. And they specifically defined, define what consent means in their law. Mississippi, Missouri, and Montana, none of them have affirmative consent. Mississippi has no definition at all of what consent means. Uh, Missouri doesn't have a specific definition. And Montana says that consent means words or overt action indicating a freely given arrangement to have sexual intercourse or sexual contact. So they kind of, like, they, you know, they are a little on the fence about that. They have a little bit that has to do with what consent means. Nebraska and Nevada, neither one of them requires affirmative consent. Nebraska has a without consent definition, and Nevada has a lack of consent definition, essentially. New Hampshire does require um, affirmative consent in that a person commits aggravated felonious sexual assault if he or she engages in sexual penetration with a person that indicates by speech or conduct that there is no freely given consent to performance of the sexual act. So it's like I, don't, I wouldn't really consider that freely given consent. It's saying, you know, if a person indicates that they don't want it, so it, it's it's kind of the opposite, but I guess it's better than nothing. So, New Jersey, New Mexico, and New York don't technically have um, affirm don't technically require affirmative consent. New Jersey's criminal code includes a generally applicable definition of what consent means. New Mexico does not have a specific definition of consent, and New York defines lack of consent. So, New York's affirmative consent enough is enough law only pertains to colleges and universities, not statewide. North Carolina, North Dakota, and Ohio do not require affirmative consent. Oklahoma, Oregon, and Pennsylvania all do require either affirmative consent or the freely given consent. Oklahoma requires either affirmative consent or freely given consent, So that's great. Um, Oregon and Pennsylvania do not specifically define what consent means, and they do not require affirmative consent. Rhode Island, South Carolina, and South Dakota, none of them require affirmative consent. Neither do Tennessee, Texas, or Utah. Vermont and Virginia also do not require affirmative consent. However, Washington State does, and they do define consent that it requires that there are actual words or conduct indicating freely given agreement to have sexual intercourse or sexual contact at the time of the act. And then we have West Virginia and Wyoming. They do not require affirmative consent. However, Wisconsin does, and Wisconsin defines consent as meaning words or overt actions by a person who is competent to give informed consent indicating a freely given agreement to have sexual intercourse or sexual contact. So there's your rundown of what affirmative consent is, how it how it pertains to Title IX and universities which states actually have affirmative consent on the books for Title IX, and then what your consent laws are in each state. And again, you can look these all up at rain.org, R-A-I-N-N.org. Um, I will put the the references all in the show notes. Uh, Rain is not going to give you the Title IX affirmative consent things, but um, I'll put that in the show notes. It's going to give you the specific state laws, not the college laws. So I hope you enjoyed this one. I hope you learned some stuff <laughs> and um, I hope that it will make you want to look up your laws and, and understand your state's laws, your your rights as um, a citizen of that state, a resident of that state, and um, hopefully if you're not content with what your laws are, you you try to change them. All right. We'll be back on the weekend with another full length and Dan will be with me. So thanks guys.